Welcome to the AmateurGolf.com podcast, where we find stories worth telling. I'm your host, Sean Melia, and today's guest is North and South champion, Luke Clanton. Pete Lutkowski, the founder of AmateurGolf.com, caught up with Clanton in his car after his victory. Before we get to the interview, I just want to put out a quick call to action. The AmateurGolf.com podcast is new, and we need your help to spread the word. Here are some ways you can help. First, simply press or click that subscribe or follow button. That way you always know when we drop a new episode. Second, writing a review of the pod and giving us a rating would be incredibly helpful. Third, tell a friend or stranger about this podcast. Word of mouth goes a long way. Luke Clanton knows Pinehurst well. He played in the 2019 U.S. Amateur at the famous number two course as a 15-year-old. He missed out on match play in a 27-for-3 playoff. Three years later, Clanton is still a junior golfer who has committed to Florida State. Clanton details his memories from 2019 at Pinehurst, including a story about playing with 49-year-old Jackie Nicholas. Then, Clanton brings us inside the ropes for the final few holes of a dramatic North and South final match against his friend, Tommy Morrison. Let's get to the interview with Luke Clanton. It's good to meet you. I'm, I'm kind of just getting up to speed on Luke Clanton. And, you know, you've won the Italia. You've yes, won this North and South, which is an elite series event. I think the yes, Azalea elite as well. And you're going, to, yes, you're going to FSU. You've uh, you, you've been playing this game for a long time. Uh, you seen this coming today at Pine Nurse? You have so much experience there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was um, it was awesome. I've been playing there for a while now so uh, I played the Van Horn Cup there and played a lot of U.S. Kids Worlds nearby so I I mean Pioneers is a great area and I was super excited to come up here so to kind of pull off the wins even better. Yeah um, so Pioneers at age 11 I mean it's got to be overwhelming you won the U.S. Kids title for your age bracket at another resort Talamore Resort right? Yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Is that one of your biggest you know like first junior victories on a national scale? It was, yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, I was 11 at the time, but that was a really big win for me. Uh, it was awesome. And to win at Tatlamore, especially, <laughs> it's a nice place. It's super nice up there. And, you know, I, it's just cool. I, I can't even, like, really put into words how this feels right now to win at Piners number two and be with, like, you know, Jack Nicholas and Curtis Strange and all those guys. It's pretty cool. Right. So, and I think if I've got my history and I should know, I run amateurgolf.com, but I think, uh, I think Jackie, you know, Jack Nicholas, uh, the junior uh, won the North and South. I'm not sure about Gary, but you beat Gary or you at least got to a playoff to I where you had beat him on in metal play, like to get into the playoff. Yeah. 14 year old kid playing a 49 year old man. That's one in a PGA. He basically was in a playoff with Phil Mickelson in a, in the 2000 Bell South classic before you were born. Yeah. Walk back to that, to that day. And, and, you know, and then we'll get to today's match. Yeah, that was, that was, that was an incredible day. I mean, like you said, I was 14, so I didn't know what was happening really at the moment, but the more I look back at it, it was, it was an awesome time. And he is an amazing person. Um, you know, I, I didn't win the playoff, of course, but he came up to me right after and told me a lot of great things and told me just to stay focused and it's going to be my time. And, you know, he was an awesome person and, you know, it, it was awesome to play against him. The more I think about it, it's just, it's really incredible. 
Yeah, and, and uh, that is the kind of experience that a 14-year-old will take with him the rest of his life. I mean, you, yeah, you, sure. he said nice things about you. Obviously, like you said, he's a nice man. He told the media really nice things about your game at the age. And then you went ahead and and, and maybe had the desire to do it and the game. And you got in and uh, at 15 the next year and it was at Pinehurst. So yes, sir, yeah. where did you qualify for that one? And was it a little easier? Were you medalist or did you uh, also... Um, a, yeah, no, so I, I I won medalist at, um, I think it was a golf course in Naples. Um, it was funny because I was like seven behind the lead after the first day, and it was a really windy day the next day, and I shot, I think, like three or four under, and I won by like two. So I came back a lot, and, you know, to kind of come back after losing in a playoff to make the USAM, it was, I mean, it was awesome. And like you said, like, I played here before in really tough conditions, so you know, like the USM 2019 was probably the toughest golf course in my life. Pinehurst number two. They were like 14. Yeah, it was, it was insane. It was, it was incredible. And at 15, I couldn't hit it over 280. So it was, uh, I was in like three woods into greens and two irons into greens, but I still made it into playoff to make match play. And I didn't make the match play, but it was, it was an incredible experience. Sure. And yeah, the match play playoff was, was it 27 golfers for three spots? Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It was 27 yeah. guys for three spots. Yeah. So you've had the experience of playing the USM, being in a playoff like that, playing Pioneers as a kid, but it's still time to close the victory today. And you wanted to do that, obviously. Tommy Morrison and Luke Clanton to compare your games in the final match. And did you know him prior to this? Um, I've known him for about eight years. So okay. he is actually one of my really, really close friends. And we play practice rounds every week. We go to dinner every week together. Every time we go up to an event, we hang out. So it was it was surreal to even think about it because we, we called it. We in the week, we said we're going to like each other. And we did. And, you know, me and him have so much respect for each other. It, it was just awesome to be even in that moment with him and have that, like, kind of just that respect and competitiveness it was, it was awesome good for you well that you could have that kind of a match with a friend which it happens yeah. on the tour all the time you know and, yeah. and it probably will happen to you in the future in collegiate golf and everywhere else uh, let's get down the stretch to where you're battling back and forth and 17 to par three uh, where do you stand on on the tee there so Are we, uh, we're, we're at number four or yeah, number, so we're at number two we're at number two number two Right. So we were on on seventeen. We were all square, and I just came off. We both bogeyed sixteen, and that was the first bogey I think I had in like three days. So I was I was playing really really good golf, and we both just kind of made a little minor mistake, but it was nothing crazy. And we went to seventeen, and I told my caddy, I said, "Hey, we're taking dead aim at this pin. Like, there's no way we're not. Uh, I'm going to try to get to one up here and go to eighteen with a one up lead." And it was 188 yards and I hit eight iron because I was pumped and I, I striped you right at the pen to like, like 15 feet. And I was pretty pumped after that. And he taught me hit his shot just right in the bunker. And I know Tommy well, he's, his short game is unbelievable. So I, I knew he was going to make up and down right away. So he hit his bunker shots like three feet. And I, I kind of knew that was going to happen no matter what. So I knew I had to make it to get one up and, I just skinned the left edge and, you know, I, I kind of knew he was going to make that three footer, no doubt in my mind, because 
he's been putting so well that day. Yeah. Like, he made bombs left and right, like from 20 feet for birdie constantly. And no, it did. So he made, he made that putt on 17 and he just rolled it right in the back of the cup. I mean, he made like God knows how many feet of putts. It was crazy. Um, he made, I think like four 20 footers for birdies. So Holy it was cow. unbelievable. Yeah. So it, it was, it was crazy. And he made that putt. I had a nice little slow walk to 18 T box just to, you know, really absorb everything that's happening and kind of know where my place is and what I have to do to do on 18. And, and 18 was, was pretty cool, man. I, uh, I stepped up there and I looked at my caddy and I told him, I said, Hey, I, I'm going to rip this thing. I'm not going to let anything back on this. I'm going to, give it my all because I'm not going to try to put this one in the fairway. I'm going to give it my all. And I absolutely hammered it right down the middle. And I knew that was going to put a little bit more pressure on Tommy to hit the fairway. Cause that, that fairway is not an easy fairway to hit. I'll tell you right now, the experience it's, it's insane. So oh, it's I've, barely, I've played it. Yeah. yeah it's great. So, you know, if you like miss a little left to right, you're in stuff and it's just a tough shot from out of there. So, you know, he unfortunately, you know, missed it right. And, he was in the trees and he didn't have much of a shot to get out of there. So stepping up to my next shot, you know, he hit kind of just got caught up in the trees. And I looked at my caddy and I said, I'm even right in the middle of the green. And he tried to hit, make me hit it close, but I looked at him. I said, no, <laughs> I shook my head. No, out of him. I said, I'm going right in the middle of the green here. We're not taking any chances. We're going to two putt this thing and make par. And, you know, I got it on the green about 25 feet away. and Tommy, was putting for bogey from like 15 feet um and i was about i'd say 25 feet for birdie so i snuggled it about three four feet away and he made me mark it of course that's as i should and uh unfortunately he missed that putt and he just kind of gave it to me and you know it's pretty surreal i mean we had such a great match going and you know i i wouldn't like him doing that on 18 of course i would have loved to maybe win with a birdie or something like that but you know, it was it was crazy experience, and he played so well. And all like, it was probably the best match I've ever played in my life for sure. Well, congratulations, uh, Pinehurst. The the you know kind of the history and the tradition, and I'm guessing that pin must have been on the back right in that green. <laughs> it was back right, yeah. I mean, if any green has a traditional position, a traditional yeah. Sunday position, it's that one. It was great. It Did was you all the way stuff back there? You go over and rub the putter boy for good luck, right? So um, I, I love the picture you provided us. We, uh, we've got your story on the homepage right now at, of amateurgolf.com. Um, decision to, uh, to go to FSU. I mean, you're, you live in Florida. Uh, how hard of a decision was it? I'm sure you had a lot of choices that uh, you could have probably entertained. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was blessed enough to have a lot of options. And, you know, my mom went to Georgia. My dad loved Auburn and all that, but I told him, I said, I'm not going to tell you where I'm going until I commit. So I had no influence at all. And, you know, I, I love Trey Jones, the coach there at FSU. He's an unbelievable guy. He is the kind of guy I need. Uh, he's very hardworking and he makes sure that we're all, you know, ready, ready to go when we go pro. And he's one hell of a guy. And also the facilities there are unbelievable. The people there on the team are great and hardworking. So it's, you know, it's, a, it's, I think it really suits me and it's still in Florida. So it's not too bad of weather and it's, it's still warm because I, 
I can't really mess with the cold too much. I'm from Miami, so it's it's nice. Yeah, and even within Florida, there's a big difference in the weather uh, in, in south to north, obviously. Now you go into Georgia, yeah. you go to some other places, and things like indoor practice and what you do in the cold weather uh, comes into play. Uh, I know alumni, and uh, they uh, they bleed uh, Seminole. Uh, you know, they just everything. All football, all sports, yeah. they they um, they they stop their schedules. You know, I've had guys tell me they can't play a round of golf because they've got to watch a football game or something like that. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, th- I think that'll probably be um, be the case for you. Uh, U.S. Amateur, are you uh, in a qualifier? Are you uh, having so, having? Yeah, un- unfortunately, I did miss U.S. Am exemption, but I am playing my qualifier at my home country club at Lago Mar. So that will be in about two and a half weeks. Uh, from now so I'm I'm pretty excited for that I'll be headed back down in about five six days and go and I'm gonna play a bunch of practice rounds at my home golf course to get ready for that but yeah I mean it's it's exciting and you know it, I, if I make the USAM that'd be awesome to go up there and play and you know I, I last year unfortunately I wasn't able to play even a qualifier because I was so packed with events so you know this year I'm finally able to do it because we kind of made the schedule to do it so it's pretty cool Okay, great. Hey, you didn't tell me what you hit into 18 at Pinehurst. How long was that drive? Uh, that drive, that drive was bombed. I had, uh, I think I had 152 yards in and the wind was into off the drive. So it may be even tougher off that drive, but yeah, I mean, I, I, it was right in the middle of the fairway and I kind of just hit a little chippy nine iron and just put in the middle of the green and made sure, you know, I nothing to play around with on my right side for sure. Very good. Very good. Um, the uh, elite amateur series, that's where I'm going to leave you. I mean, this kind of thing uh, as a player um, having seven events and, you know, get an opportunity to play in those. And did you play in the last two or one of one or two of the last two? And what do you think of the whole thing? And what are, what are kids talking about, about the elite series? Yeah, it's going to be a, a lot more experiences for all of us. And, you know, having this really strong schedule, you know, of tournaments and, and players in this field is amazing. And, I played the Sunny Am, uh, I think it was about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. And I didn't go to Northeast, but I played the North South and <laughs> played pretty well here. So, you know, I, I, uh, taking about a week off, two weeks off from the Elite Am series. I, I'm not going to, uh, the Southern or the Transmiss, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it would be an absolute honor to be, you know, in that top 10 rankings for the Elite Am series because it brings a lot more options for all of us. And it's pretty cool because, you know, now we're actually really fighting for something out there and really trying to get more spots and all these new exemptions and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Very cool. Well, um, don't jump to the live golf series just yet. Go become a Seminole. Enjoy yourself. I'm kidding. Of course, you know, uh, we love amateur golf and really um, whatever tour it is, we, um, we enjoy our time with the amateurs while we get them. And uh, I've enjoyed spending time with you, Luke. I hope we're back in touch again. I'm, I'm going to keep your number because I think I'm going to need it. All right. Thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Man. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please be sure to find us on social media and give us a follow. Our Instagram handle is Amateur Golf. On Twitter, you can find us under AmateurGolf.com. Most importantly, visit our website, It covers amateur golf better than anyone. If you're looking for scores, news, ratings, and results, we should be your first and last stop. Until next time, remember, keep it left of the trees on the right and right of the trees on the left.